What's going down, people? What's happening? It's your homie CL, and we back live on the Rundown South. Live right here in ATL, Georgia. Hopefully, you came through from the Rundown.com. That's darundown.com. You like this podcast, you can get it anytime. Come out right here on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, wherever you like to get them. We right there for you. And um, at first, we were just going to wait, do a pod tomorrow after game one. But I figured, you know what? Why not go ahead, get the picks out on wax, talk about a couple storylines that I feel like it's important coming into the game. And uh, I'm trying to get your boy Easy Life on the line, but right now, I got Keith Nelson Jr. of Digital Trends. What's happening, bro? What's going on, CL Smooth? What's going on, brother, man? Oh, man Are you ready for the finals? Bro, it's been somewhat like withdrawal. <laughs> trying to wait for these finals, bro. Like, I've been so long without basketball. Like, I I was finding, like, all these different TV shows that I had never seen before. I was like, what is this? You know, I just didn't know what to do. Like, my Netflix had just... Like, I got a, a notification from my cable company saying that your bandwidth is up. I'm like, oh. Son, you're done, son. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you went over. I was like, man. See, this, and I don't mean to get off in no tangent, but this is about that net neutrality thing. You know, they, they can't they can't charge you extra for getting Netflix, but they can charge you for watching as much as you want. They think mm. they slick. That shit is awful, though. I think the thing about net neutrality is, and not to get on any kind of tangent, is that the biggest, the biggest like gripe is that they don't want people to or companies to like slow down the speeds for certain things and choose which ones get get a certain speed. Like like Netflix sh- shouldn't be able to pay Comcast to get to get quicker to you faster. Mm-hmm. It should be the same speed for everybody, no matter what. And they're trying to fuck that up and make it so that whoever has the highest bid, or even not even the highest bid, like Comcast might just slow down Netflix because Comcast has their own streaming service, right? You know, AT and T too. They have their own, and like it's just it's those things get is where it gets touchy. But with that said, I will be streaming the finals tonight. So, yep. That. But uh, let let's get into it, man. I, I, it's a few things. So we're gonna talk about the finals, of course. But I also read your piece about watching the Star Wars movies. Ah. I don't know if you want to save that for tomorrow or get on that today, but uh, I did find that to be quite interesting. We can touch on that right yeah. now. You had some you hot know. takes. Now we, we we'll say that we want to go ahead and get get to the final right. talk on the end, and then depending on how the time work out, we'll go from there. Right. I'm good on that. So all right, let let's just look at a few things with the finals. Uh, for one, of course, it's the third time. Cavaliers, Golden State Warriors, and I mean it's it's a lot of angst that's in this because you got to me two competing storylines. Was it worth it for Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and LeBron's continual chase to get to Jordan? And yep. that's basically been everything that's been riding the whole last week that uh, basketball has been off. So. Are there like any other storylines that you got your eye on as well as oh, those two? Oh yeah, one of the um the storylines that I don't really hear a lot of is if Clay Thompson stinks it up, are they trading him? Hmm. Like he's been not he's been bad 
this this postseason. He's been bad. You know what I mean? He could have been like I think he's like he's missed like he's taken the most corner three pointers and he's only made like four or five of them or something like that. Like he's he's been pretty bad. And with Kevin Durant there, he's now expendable. He's totally expendable. Like like that I, I think that's the real benefit of adding Kevin Durant is that you can now say that your former third best player is expendable. So if he fucks it up, if he cost them the final, like, if he was bad, because he was bad in the 2015 finals, people don't remember. Like, like Clay Thompson hasn't had a good NBA finals, I don't think, ever yet. He, he's been okay last season, but but right. games, he's been even iffy. So yeah. what happens if he stinks it up and they and they lose and the, and they lose in like dramatic fashion? They got to get rid of him. I feel like they got to get rid of him because you think so. Here's my thing. You're going to be paying this guy big money. He's going to be looking for big money. Now, let me see what his – and I, I think he has a, a year or two left. But, see, he already, even, he's already on a big contract. Exactly. See, like, he's already on a big contract, and he's still signed through the next two seasons after this season. So, he's still signed for the next two years. So he's, but, How but, much is he making a year? How much is he making a year? Because he signed an old cap contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signed before, and that's what I'm trying to say. He he's trying. He ready to get his bank. He makes um, he oh four years, sixty eight million, which isn't bad. Like he's making a good bad. like sixteen million. And the thing about Clay, man, you got to remember is he's a chill dude. You know, we know he a he a burner. Like that, we don't talk about that much, but everybody knows he's he's the stoner of the group. But uh, he does, he doesn't have any ego. He's really like, man, let me just get my shots where I can get my shots. He's not tripping like that. So <clears throat> my thing is, I don't really feel like it'll be any like internal pressure from Clay Thompson. But you, you're feeling like management feel like they're going to need to make a move. But I don't feel like that's going to be necessary. Bro, I feel like I, they can they can do a little magic with the cap, you know, because Steph coming up, they're going to have to pay him. And it, things will be all right, man. I mean, it's hey, like, where you gonna get that, another like, six eight shooting guard that can shoot like that? I, I'm not saying you can't. Like, you really can't. The defense I, that he brings true. has to be worth it, bro. You're not getting a two way dude like that nowhere else. And that, and that's what I mean. Like, if he stinks it up, like if he stinks it up on defense as well, you know what I mean? Um, if he doesn't, if he doesn't stink it up on on offense. Oh, he's about offense, but what? defense is kind of like ah, he's shutting down Kyrie because he's probably like, going to guard Kyrie. Gonna, like, what do you got to do? Like, you can't call a dude that's guarding Kyrie ever stinking it up. You what? You, who you was guarding? Kyrie. Okay, I, all right, you gonna get scored on? Like, I expect you to get scored on. Not I expect you to get scored on, but at the same time, you need to hold him below his average. I feel like every great defender, you're going to get scored on. But the mark of a great defender is if you keep them, even if it's, even if it's one point or two points, because as you know, this finals is going to come down to maybe the last shot. If you can keep him a point or two below his average, you did your job. But if he scored his average, you was a non-factor. Mm-hmm. So that's to me, that's what it is when it comes to defending somebody. Um, it also, and of course, it's not only just stats, the eye test, because somebody can get their average points three quarters and they get shut down in the fourth and that's an amazing defense but usually if somebody's getting their average points per game each game they're probably dominating right now they're probably doing their work and you're not doing your job now if it's not if it's not clay 
somebody is going to have to go because they just put together they went seven three and nine mm-hmm. and then they went six seven and fifteen right. swept through the playoffs they... there's no way they go oh well we lost another finals let's keep the same team together and try it again somebody's leaving like something's not working something something is obviously not working if you lose a, a back another finals with this team, this team is too big to fail, and I, if it does okay. fail, somebody got to go. Somebody has to go, um, and like the cap reasons, it, it, it won't be for cap reasons because Kevin Durant is talking about taking like four, um, four million below the below the max, so he's not going to max them out, and they could probably resign Iguodala and Livingston, and Clay's contract isn't that big where it's like a problem. I, I was going to say if anybody ends up being the eye man out, it'll probably be Iguodala. Not to get too caught up That's into it. like the cap stuff. Yeah, but I can see that too. I he, can if see anybody's going to be a cap casualty, it'll be him. Now, I I have another narrative that I'm keep my my eye on, and I think it's kind of uh, interesting that it's really coming down to like, well, the third, fourth best player, however you want to put it, but. On the other side, I think I'm I'm going to be looking at what Kevin Love does because Kevin Love has been playing great all playoffs long, but this is going to be the first time where he's going to have somebody to guard that can absolutely roast him. Like, they can try to hide him on Zaza if they want, but if you're going to be out there with Tristan Thompson, like, what, you going to put him on Draymond? Like, nah, that's not going to be the move. So Kevin Love is probably going to get forced into a lot of switches with Draymond. And I'm curious to see if he's going to be able to not get chewed up and picking rolls left and right and get spent around. And will he also be able to do his thing on the offensive side and and basically show that he was worth everything in the trade? Because up to this point, he has played like an all-star. So I want to see if that play is going to continue and I think if it does, Cass winning. Really? Yes, I think so. If Kevin Love brings it, they're Cass yeah. gonna win. Because yeah. you know LeBron gonna do LeBron, and I, do I'm LeBron. pretty sure Kyrie is gonna get his bucket. Yeah. Kyrie gonna do Kyrie. Um, Love is the big question mark. Love is the big question mark because, um, like the old song always says, love isn't always the answer. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this dude this dude love he's he's playing his best ball best ball ever and I'm always very critical of love because I feel like he should have never been traded for I feel like they could have did everything they did now with Wiggins uh, I don't think so man I think so bro like, my- you got to think about it bro Wiggins would have been what 19 coming into a situation where he's going to be contribute, like he he's going to have to contribute in a major way. Yeah, on a championship got- roster, man, that dude was not anywhere near ready. I've seen him in Minnesota, and he wasn't ready. You can say well, LeBron might have got him a little more ready. That's true. But look at Kyrie. Look at Kyrie before LeBron. But Kyrie was fired before LeBron got there. Kyrie was not. Kyrie was born like this. He's had career yeah, highs. Kyrie in, was balling in, like this. He just was losing because nah, Kyrie, Kyrie was, was not balling like Kyrie. Kyrie was. Bro, Kyrie was one injury prone. Like I don't think he finished a full season until LeBron came. Maybe, maybe, maybe one. Also, he top, did a couple, uh, bro. He won All Star Game MVP before. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying there. Kyrie was a chump and was a bum. What I'm saying is when he got with LeBron, LeBron and, and Kyrie said it himself. Kyrie said LeBron is what is is helping me be great. Like I was good. Of he course. was good, but 
but LeBron's helping be great. I fully believe if LeBron had a dude who reminds me of LeBron, but a skinnier LeBron, if he had that guy, he would have molded him to be in. Like, well, that, but the thing about it is, we're when you're when you're LeBron, you're trying to win championships every single year. Yeah. This is not. We're going to plan long term for the next couple of years. We're going to build around me, Kyrie, and Wiggins, and hopefully in a couple of years we're going to be ready to win a championship. Dude, Kyrie had already been in the league, what three, four years? Three, four years already. He he knew the routine. He had played eighty two games, or you know, played the season with eighty two games a few different times. And you got to think about Wiggins coming from college. Bro, that dude just played like 30 games. He was going to hit a wall during his season. And the last thing you need when you on a championship run is to hit a wall in game 50 when you still got 32 regular season games and another 20 in the postseason. So what about the fact that the, the Cavs went to the finals without love? Well, they could get there without love. That's because the East is weak. You think so? You think they can't? You think they can't win without love? They couldn't win the championship. They could win the East without love, but they can't win the championship against Golden State or like a San Antonio, for that matter. What about love? Do you feel like watching him play? Watching him play? Just let me know. What do you feel about love in the, in, in last year's finals? That you felt like, yo, if they didn't have this, they would have been done. Like, what what did he contribute that you feel like if he wasn't there, there was there's no way. Well, it's a few things. For one, it's the fact that he's he's a big, and yeah. something some something you just can't replace is size. So that's that's number one. Two, that's shooting. He's bring and not just from inside, but of course the three point shot. So that allows you to stretch the floor. So we're playing him at the four. And even though he might be an idle threat, you might not be going to him. The fact that he can pull his defender out of the lane and open things up for LeBron and Kyrie because you have to respect his ability to shoot is why a guy like Kevin Love and if you go back to Miami, a Chris Bosh are so important to what they do because it opens up the driving lanes. Mm. So that's that's, that's really what a lot of what Kevin Love does on offense. And then, of course, the fact that he is, you know, one of the best rebounders in the league. And if you got him and Tristan Thompson out there, they could beat you down on the boards on any given night. But he's he's very soft. I mean, bro, that's that's but we know but that. But the but fact of the matter is the dude is he's got a good knack for getting at the ball. You I, know, I in that game that. seven, he that. he's what he had like seventeen rebounds in that in, in game seven. Like, bro, when he has it, he does it. Like he, I feel like he could call it up. I see a little bit more confidence in Kevin Love this year than I did he last do. year. Yeah, I do too. That's definitely that's definitely a fact. Like his guy is his confidence has risen like a twice. Like yes. he definitely he got that he got that champion swagger. Yeah, of course. Swagger. Of course, man. So th- that's what I'm looking at now. Let's see. What was we talking about before we got on? We were talking about the storylines. Okay, yeah, we were. Uh, is there is there a matchup that you're looking forward to besides the obvious? Because I'm now. Let me rephrase that. Do you think everybody will just be matched up straight up like LeBron, no. Kyrie? No. I mean, so. no, that's impossible. That's in, like 
as as the way these two teams play, as impossible as you're going to get. And that's why I think people have to. So you don't think LeBron gonna gonna guard KD? Oh yeah, no, LeBron's gonna guard KD. But I want people to like calm their expectations and think it's going to be this. Oh, you score a bucket, I'm gonna go down the court and I'm gonna score a bucket on you. But it, it's going to be that here and there. But the way that if if the Cavs try to play the Warriors man to man, or I'm I got this guy, you got that guy, and they try to do that, it's a sweep. It's a clean sweep. Like, they, 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 you can't do that with the Warriors. It's impossible. You will get beaten to a pulp because they do so much switching. They do they, they passes. It's too. They, 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 I read an article saying that the Warriors' offense is based off of like dudes making screens without the ball. Dudes not just standing around. Like they play more fluid than any team I've ever seen, and I'm and that's including the 2014 Spurs that I thought was the greatest exhibition of team basketball ever. This team is like all over the place. Now, I do feel like the um. If if the Warriors, the, the biggest threat, let me give you both teams' biggest like matchup that I'm like really looking forward to. I'm super interested. Besides, of course, LeBron, LeBron, KD, Kyrie, Curry, whatever. Like the one I'm the most interested in is Kevin Love and KD. Because at some point, Kevin Love is going to be asked to hold KD. Because I really feel like the Warriors are going to go small. It'll probably be on a switch or the pick and yeah. roll. But then he's gonna switch onto, and then also, if yeah, he switches, like Draymond, like, Green, Kevin Draymond Green, pick and roll, like, that shit, man, that boy, like a Draymond, like the, the Draymond KD pick and roll, the only one, the only pick and roll more devastating in this playoffs, in this series, than a Draymond Green, Kevin, Le, um, Kevin Durant pick and roll is a Kyrie Irving, LeBron James pick and roll. And the only one is more devastating. The only one, and that's only because they haven't played a team that can like match it, but. Nah, I think nobody's even close. Huh? I said nobody's even close. I mean, this stats that prove people are close. I need, to, I, need to, I need the listeners to understand something about CL. CL's been saying a lot of shit right now about the war, about the cast. A lot of it ain't close. It's a lot Look, closer. Man, all right. Give so, credit. so what Keith is getting at is earlier before we started the rundown. Let him know. We were talking about LeBron and like where KD ranks, you know, being like the second best and then Kawhi and things of that nature. And I think LeBron is like number one and there's a big gap between two, three, four, and five. And I feel like LeBron is clearly number one. But I don't think the gap is nearly as big as I think in terms of totality of career, it's not even nobody's close. Like who else is a who? First of all, who else has played? Like who else in the league right now has played as long as LeBron? I mean, other other of the new of the other dudes who came in in the like two thousand what Manu Tony Parker. I mean that that that's true, but like the, he he had, he had the consistency because because of his how long he's been in the game, which is not a, a slight to anything he does. However, it's hard for me to say that he's head and shoulders like twice as good as the next best player when the next best player could smoke him on offense whenever he wants. Like you can't like it's hard to say that and then say, I mean, oh but, but he but the, that guy is way, way, Kevin, way better. Kevin Durant is a gifted scorer. Yes. And he is the and he's he might be the best score we ever defender. had in the NBA. He, honestly. I mean the dude has every move imaginable. He's seven but foot with a crossover. The, like, but here but let's look at two two 
two examples of why I say Kevin Durant is a great player, but he's not close to LeBron. Look at what Oklahoma City did this year without Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. They weren't that many games off what they did last year in the regular season. No. Of course, they flamed out in the playoffs because we knew that was going to happen, but it was about the same amount of wins. You look at the Warriors. Kevin Durant goes down. What they want, like twenty four? What they was twenty four and three or some shit like that. It was. They were still good. They were still, they were still good. Kawhi Leonard missed nine games for the Spurs. They went eight and one. Mm-hmm. LeBron missed eight games for the Cavs. Zero and eight. That's definitely true. What I'm saying, and in a a few of the times. Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were both on the floor, mm-hmm. but they just couldn't get it done without LeBron. They just LeBron. They, LeBron elevates his team so much more than anybody else. The fact that he's a, like a better player is like there's no <clears throat> excuse me. There's no like small gap that could describe how deep LeBron's greatness goes. Okay, it's, and yeah, it's just not close, man. I I can't really. But, see, but here's the thing about it is like when you talk talking about like LeBron elevates his team more than any other team and stuff like that. You got also and, and KD didn't. You got to take into the fact a few things. One, no matter how good Kyrie Irving is, no matter how great he's played this season, there wasn't a single player, let alone point guard. That did what Russell, West, what Russell Westbrook did this season. Not a single. There wasn't a single player who averaged a triple double in the season. Right. If the so, if he doesn't average a triple double in this season, think about this. If he doesn't average a triple double in this season, they're not making the playoffs. Like he had to do something. He literally had to play historically to come close to what he did with KD. So it wasn't like oh KD left. Russell Webber played the same as he always played, and he still were close. No, KD left. He did play the same as he always played. The thing about it is, is it was just at a higher usage rate than ever for, before. For a reason, because KD was no longer there. Of course, but he was the focal point of the offense, and they were a flawed team. And the thing about it is, he he's just that potent that getting through a lot of those those games, they were a struggle. He was shooting them out of a lot of games. And he was also losing them games by shooting it. Or he lost them at least two playoff games because he just couldn't give up the hero ball. And that's what I mean by KD is that when KD was on that team, they had a dude who, when they needed a shot to win, that was him. He's as good in the clutch. And I, I want to get the stats, but he's, to me, from what I've seen in the eye test, he's as good in the clutch as LeBron James. The only thing LeBron is head and shoulders better than KD at is defense. It's the only. It's the. It's the only. Which is not a small thing. It's a big it's thing. The, but that's the only thing. He's head and shoulders. Like oh wow. Like Katie can't do this. Katie can't but do the, that. But, Katie. but look. All right. Put it like this. The gap between LeBron's defense and KD's defense is much bigger than the the offensive gap is between them. I can see that. I could. Yeah. That, I could definitely see that. But then that doesn't. But then that does not mean that he's head and shoulders better than him. That just means that oh, you're better than him. But until LeBron could be on KD's level offensively, I can't say he's head and shoulders better. 
because there's one part of the game that he's losing to him at. You know what I mean? But, like, but LeBron could literally average a triple double every night if he wanted to. If he wanted I, to force himself into it, he definitely could. And the thing about it is, thank when, you for saying that. When thank he when he decides to go for scoring, he can score. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, his role as a facilitator doesn't give him quite as much of the scoring load because he gives that to Kyrie. Kyrie, go get some buckets. I'm finna chill. I'm gonna play defense and I'm gonna facilitate and make sure everybody gets shots. It's it's the function of what LeBron is and the type of player that Kevin Durant just is not. That's the that now that right there. Two things about that. That mentality I've heard. If LeBron wanted to, he could average a triple double. The reason why that right there is one of like I feel like might be one of the worst critics, worst like praises for LeBron is because it's so wrong. Like he doesn't sit there and go, "Oh wait, I have twenty eight seven and seven. I'm good." No, he wants if Le- LeBron plays, it doesn't think about let me not score, let me not pass. LeBron plays like what is the best way to play the game? Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna pass. I'm but pass that's it the around. Thing about it. But, think but this about idea, this, idea, this idea that LeBron could just turn it on at any point. Okay, I, I could just whenever I want. I'm an average thirty ten and ten. With, with no matter what, that's not LeBron's game. Yeah, it's to, not his LeBron's game because that wouldn't be what's best for the team. If think but, about but how, how many times have you ever cared about how many rebounds a point guard had? Not ever. Ever. So why does why is Russell Westbrook getting a triple double so goddamn important? Because he's this is why exactly. He is when it's not that it was somebody who is like let's say if the center did that or the small forward did that. This is the point guard. This is the guy who is holding the ball the most and he still is getting rebounds. Like that's he's getting he's averaging over 10 rebounds even though a lot of the times he's taking jump shots from like 20 feet out like that's why it matters because he makes everybody play him you not just the point guards every single player on the team has to think about Russell Westbrook because when because he might just okay he might just get 12 assists all right or he might just get 10 rebounds all right he might just get 25 points like you got to think about him from all at, at from all facets like not that many players besides LeBron and maybe Steph KD like that Paul George, too. I, like, I think Paul George is a beast like that. Mm-hmm. Very few players where you can say, I got every player has to think about them. Like, you, you got to think about Russell Westbrook. The, he was never like And getting more rebounds because now it's like, yo, this guy's everywhere. That's why it's, 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 it's important. But the whole thing about if LeBron wanted to, he could do whatever he wanted. Like, he could score. He could score. Triple double do whatever he wanted. The mm-hmm. fact of the matter is, we're, we're, we're assuming LeBron didn't hasn't tried and failed. If you see some of those games, LeBron will take some threes where you're like, huh? Like I understand you are getting better at threes. You you're like actually the third best three point shooter in, in postseason history. I get that, but three pointer is not your game. Like like you're just why? Is it because JL made a three? Now you want to make one? Like it just like sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like what are you doing taking a three contested? With like with since left in the shot clock, sometimes LeBron gets so like feeling the game. Yeah, he, I mean sometimes he's feeling it, bro. Sometimes you got to take a heat check, man. It's, not even a heat check. It's, more, it's more like a can I make this three check? It's like okay, oh wait, let me see if I can make a three now. Like, have you ever heard him say the whole thing about 
J.R. Smith has the the the, 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 the um, green light. The only person who has the green light, yeah. and he has like a, has a flashlight, which means that or strobe light, whatever, it means that at any chance he could be green, red, blue, whatever. He has any, he has all the lights. That mentality of like I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, is like why he's great. But it's also why sometimes he gets kind of like lost and doing so many things. Like I think Bill Simmons had the perfect analogy. He said LeBron James is the type of player where he has everything on the menu, and you ask him what do you want to eat, and you don't know because everything was good. So it's like I just choose whatever, I'll do whatever, and then sometimes, and that's very rare. This is very. And I want to preface this by saying I'm nitpicking because he's so great, right? Like, 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 like these are not like glaring flaws. Where I'm like, we're gonna wrap it up. So we can go ahead, and get this out of the press. Exactly. These are like nitpicking little things because of the stakes. These are two greatest teams. These are this is the greatest NBA Finals matchup in terms of wins and offensive ratings and everything that we've ever seen. The greatest ever. So you got to nitpick a little bit, and I feel like LeBron is he has he has his moments where he's just not engaged. And that happened, like like with, like with um Boston in Game Three, I think. Like that was a what the fuck is wrong? With you? Why are you playing I mean, like yeah, this? Yeah, bro. That, but this is and the it, finals. Even Game I don't, Four, I don't think you're going to get any of that in the finals from LeBron, man. You you got you got to remember this dude. He he's he's only pacing for one thing and one thing only, and that's getting that chip. Wait, let me ask you this: You saying we're not going to get in the finals? But Richard Jefferson said. LeBron was just tired, like oh he was exhausted. Well, no, he, he said, said he was sick or something, didn't he? Yeah, sick, quote unquote, sick. The same Jordan flu bullshit. He was sick. Oh, sick with what? It really doesn't matter. Like the dude. No, no, but but that's my thing. He got tired. Game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. He he's going to have to play forty five plus minutes in this finals against a team that is twice as good. But I think with a, I think with a week off, man, he'll be fine in two days between every single game. Oh, yeah. Just fine. He'll be fine. But I do think that at some point, the great LeBron wall isn't going to crumble, like be just demolished. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be times when human nature comes to, comes to play, and they have played this man way too many minutes. I think this is the most minutes he's played his entire career in his 14th year. Like, do people think that the Cavs were down three one last season see, only because uh, only because the, the Warriors were better? No, LeBron was tired. That was a big storyline. Tyron Lue was like, "I gotta watch. My, I gotta watch his minutes. I gotta watch his minutes." He was tired. We're gonna because, see about it, man. So let, let's go ahead. Let's wrap it up. Who is your pick? How many games? MVP. All right. I've had time thinking about this. And while I think it could be a sweep, it very well could be a sweep. I'm oh. picking the Warriors in five. Oh, no! Picking the Warriors in five. Um, possibly four. Like I, like yeah, I, I must. I just don't see what this Cavs team can do with the Warriors. Like I, I just don't see it. Um, but I won't get too much into it because we will have a whole extra thirty minutes. Um, Warriors in five. MVP Kevin Durant. I feel like Kevin Durant is going to have a this series like none other, like none other. I I, I predict him averaging thirty five and eight the wow. whole the whole series. Like he's Maybe. going, he's not going, to, he's not only going to eat, he's going to be aggressive and eat, which means he's going to be like one of them starving kids knocking on the door. Like, can we get in? Can I get in? He's finally in. He's going to eat. Like he averaged thirty points against the one of the best teams LeBron ever played against or played with. The two thousand twelve Heat. 
He averaged 30 points on that team in the finals. 30 points, his first finals. He's going to great. eat. He's yeah. going to feast. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not. But I got, that's what I got. Okay. All right, let me get mine on wax now. Get it on wax. Not, not, not trying to hedge, but it is totally plausible that when the Golden State Warriors start running out there with some of those sets, that the Cavs going to be in trouble and it's just going to be absolutely nothing they can do about it. But my prediction is LeBron James will take his game mm-hmm. to another level that we've never seen before. Going to average 40, 10, and 10. Woo! for LeBron (laughs) on average he's coming out there once again leading all statistical categories for both teams greatest greatest stat by the way that is that is one of the greatest stats of any player's career like that is mind-boggling that is fucking mind-boggling he did that for back to I think it was back-to-back finals too he was the number one in, in the top five categories for both teams yeah incredible incredible and, but go and on. Sorry about that. You good. And once that's all said and done, done it'll be the Cavs in seven. Mm, another another seven set. See, and it's that's my thing. Seven, and that's bro. one. I, I'm not going to get too into it, but have you noticed that when people pick the Cavs, most people who pick the Cavs say Cavs in six or seven. But people pick the Warriors are like at eh, four or five. Because that's, five. that's that's the that. But that's the conviction because if you feel yeah. like the Warriors is gonna win, you feel like they're gonna throttle. Yeah. But if you feel like the Cavs is gonna do it, it's gonna be hard fought. It's gonna be hard. I'm ready for a crazy. I'm like this. Like not to go too far into it. I think I talked to you about this earlier. I I really really wish I had kids because this is the type of stuff that my dad used to pass down to me. Like yo, watch this. This is the greatest Knicks team ever. This is. I don't think people really understand how hard it is to go to the NBA Finals once, right. let alone twice, let alone three times in a row with the same two teams. There's a reason that the, M- the M- NBA has never had a lot of that much parity. Like the Celtics and Warriors, and um, Celtics and Lakers played in like I think every single NBA Finals for the for the entire '80s. Like mm-hmm. there was, it's very rarely there's, there's been parity. In the NBA, ever since like no, we got it's, these it's superstar players, it's been player. dominated for a while. But even in that era, even in those eras of no parity, we've never had this before. We've never had the, the three best teams, the two best teams, every single year play in the NBA Finals. This is something that is going to be talked about for decades. Is it? And, and even if it's a sweep and people getting blown up by twenty each game, it's still going to be one of the most entertaining finals because you know for a fact. All of these, too many players have legacies on the line. KD has a legacy on the line. LeBron, people forget. LeBron was talking about this earlier, and I'm going to get off this real quick. LeBron was talking about this earlier that Kyrie is going to be for 10 years. I'm not. Like, Kyrie's going to be for 10 years. I don't have 10 years left. LeBron knows. That's true. He might not want to get six to match Jordan because he knows. I think he already understood that matching Jordan in terms of finals is over. Like, once you go three for four, like, I mean, three, three, three for like seven, like, it's hard to go to match six for six, so it's like that's already done but in terms yeah, of like. I think that's bull. Of, I, I think that's bull, bro. Because no, it, no. I, I mean, in terms of ring counts, in terms of ring counts, 
What he can do to match Jordan, Jordan is the only player in NBA, and this is really why Jordan is the greatest of all time. He's the only player in NBA history, history. There's guys who have more rings than him. There's guys who played in more finals than him. He's the only player with more than three NBA finals MVPs, meaning no other player was was more valuable to more championship teams than, than Michael Jordan. LeBron has three. Jordan has six. So for him to even to, for him to, to match Jordan's six for six, he has to get six MVP. Yeah, you just have to. Like this, I don't see a way where you don't match him at least. Uh, it, it's I want, and that's kind. Of, that's part of why I want LeBron to win this one because I want him to go ahead and go, you know, four championships, four MVPs, and beat the Golden State Warriors. And then you could also say that one year that he lost, he should have had five MVPs. And the things that LeBron's going to accomplish going forward will propel him to be the greatest. But I, I know it's going to be a lot of pushback, and we just we just not going to start that right now. So I won't start it, but I will say if LeBron wins this, I already said it. If LeBron wins this, he's probably the greatest of all time. Yes, I'm right there with you. All right, Keith. So we're going to do a game one wrap up slash regular pod tomorrow. I'm gonna try to get easy on there. I'm gonna, I'm going to his crib tonight and I'm gonna go get the Skype set up on his phone. Nice. We gonna we gonna make this shit happen because I'm tired of not being able to get bro on the phone. Like Easy got Easy's a good dude. Shout out to Easy man. Yeah it's the homie man. Y'all y'all go get that mixtape man. It's uh it's right there on, on that pair of live mixtapes, all them different joints man. But uh all right man so game one Ready for it? Looks like it's, ready it's, for it. It's five forty-eight Eastern time right now. So we went about four hours from tip off. Yeah, oh, three around, hours, three, three, three and a half, somewhere around there. Anyway, it's gonna be lovely. So, yo, we we watching it at in the crib. I'm, I, I might be going by easy. I, I gotta see. I gotta see what, what's what's going on. Yeah, man. I'm feeling. I'm This um new Amsterdam is doing this vodka launch. And I'm beginning twisted, yelling at, <laughs> yelling at the, the the fucking TV. So please follow me. Oh, fuck it, this is gonna come out tomorrow. Oh, later, later today. Follow me at J U S A R R E if you want to see some of the most belligerent tweets about and some of the most biggest proclamations that shouldn't be said about these finals. I will have hot takes in the oven at two a.m. Watch, watch them, watch them drunk tweets, man. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to. Oh, I don't. I, I don't want to. Fuck. We can leave after this. But salute to major, major salute to LeBron James for what he did. Um, speaking about Emmett Till and how being a black man in America is still tough, no matter what money you have, because of the bullshit that happened to him with the racial slurs spray painted on his gate in LA. That was so stupid. Yes. That, like it's ridiculous. But I, I that further solidified LeBron James as the most important athlete in terms of black politics or black culture since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and those guys back in the day used to do like their own like conferences and meetings to like yes. meet up and discuss these kind of issues. He is the most important player by far in the NBA. No matter what happens in this, in this um, series, no matter how many rings he wins, he is the most important player in the NBA. I totally agree with that, man. And uh, if y'all want, y'all just, like you said, y'all follow him at just air on Twitter. I am at Seattle Made Event on Twitter. You can follow the show at The Rundown South on Twitter. 
I appreciate y'all for listening, subscribing, and go ahead and give us a review. We need that. And uh shit. On behalf of Keith, man, we got you. Peace. Peace.